Well, hello once again. This is Dr. Dave Martin, your host here on this podcast that we call Positive Leadership. I have an interesting podcast for you today. It's probably going to be one of my, maybe one of my more controversial podcasts, but I think it's worth talking about. And the title of it is Why You Shouldn't Support Safe Spaces in the Workplace. Safe Spaces in the Work Environment? Really? Between my work podcast and pursuit of some other interesting hobbies like starting my own YouTube channels, I find I have little time to listen to other great leadership podcasts. But from time to time, I like to listen to other leadership podcasts at random just to listen and see what's out there and what are my contemporaries talking about. Last Saturday, I turned my attention to a leadership podcast on Anchor who had an enlightened HR manager on as a guest. To my great dismay, this guest started in on the importance of his role in creating psychological safe spaces in his company's workplace and how important it was for everyone to feel safe and valued at work. Now, the host encouraged this line of thinking, and I listened to it for as long as I could, trying to keep an open mind. But after about five minutes, I gave up. I just had to turn off the podcast because my dismay was kind of turning into disgust. Safe spaces in the workplace? This is an idea that has gained broad acceptance in education and academia and is starting to leak out into the business world. But again, safe spaces in the workplace? It really is an idea that deserves our stark criticism instead of praise because it's clearly dangerous. To quote Dr. Liz Stilvagen-Schwan in an article she wrote about five years ago for Psychology Today, safe spaces can prevent people from growing as individuals and is really quite scary. Dr. Swan asks a really good question. She says, isn't college all about practice and learning and challenging yourself? Well, it certainly should be. One of the main roles of colleges and universities should be preparing its students for entry into the real world of life after the university, the competitive, rough, and tumble world that can be sometimes harsh, brutal, and unforgiving. Now, despite how popular the concept of safe spaces has become on today's colleges and universities, along with such pop psychology phrases as microaggressions and trigger warnings, The idea of having a safe place to retreat to does absolutely nothing to prepare students for the real world. These safe spaces do nothing to help them grow. Safe spaces do nothing to help people develop coping mechanisms that will serve them well for the harsh realities of the business world and organizational life in general. Dr. Jordan Peterson has often said this in many of his podcasts. There is not one clinical psychologist worth his or her salt that thinks safe spaces is a good idea. He goes on to say that the main goal of clinical psychology and clinical psychologists is to help people overcome their fears, and that means developing ways to help their patients cope with and face their fears, not run away from them. Safe spaces don't do that. Now, here on this podcast, there was two young men boasting about how important it was to create these safe spaces in the workplace. Again, this is a bad and dangerous idea. The workplace inherently is not a safe space. It was never meant to be a safe space. 
The world of work can be very fast-paced, competitive, chaotic, and often very unsettling. Crises, big and small, often happen in the workplace when we least expect them to occur. Are we all going to run around and find our safe space whenever we feel threatened at work? If so, I'm afraid eventually nothing will ever get done. Now please, please don't get me wrong. I will be the first one to be advocating for civility in the workplace. I think we lose far too much productivity because of bad workplace behavior, such as bullying, angry management, toxic bosses and toxic employees, being insensitive to coworkers, ungrateful customers, and on and on. Sometimes I do think we all need to take a deep breath and realize that we all need to treat each other with a healthy dose of common courtesy and decency. But as much as I would hope that we could all just get along, often the workplace is just not like that. People are passionate. Conflicts occur. Customers often have unrealistic expectations. Life is often about negotiating the best possible outcome, which often means a certain amount of competitiveness. Often our relationships with each other can ruffle feathers, whether intentional or not. We don't need to create work environments where everybody runs off to their psychological safe space at the first sign of trouble. While we all need to treat each other with respect, personalities in and outside of the organization almost demand that we develop a strong enough personality to cope with all the contingencies that the workplace will throw at us, and they will throw a bunch of them at us. We won't ever get there by turning to concerning ourselves with building work environments that have psychological safe spaces. The simple reality is this. Life can be tough. Life can be difficult. That often translates over to the workplace. Businesses and organizational life can be tough. Even if we do manage to treat each other with a fair degree of decorum and respect, and some days that can be tough to do, the unexpected chaos that we can find ourselves in our work environments demands that we develop a certain amount of resilience and learn how to cope with uncertainties that the workplace can often throw at us. It requires that we grow, develop self-awareness, poise, and confidence to deal with the unexpected difficulties of the work environment. We don't get there by thinking that we need to develop psychological safe spaces where people can go and hide from their difficulties and from the difficulties of the work environment. As leaders, what we need to do is encourage human development, encourage our people to challenge themselves, encourage our people to grow, to develop the skills that they need to do their job, to face challenges like public speaking and communication, not to hide from it. We need to encourage our people to change and adapt to meet professional challenges, not only to help the organization, but help our people thrive in the workplace. And you'll never get there if you're worried about creating safe spaces. Well, I'm Dr. Dave Martin, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Positive Leadership. I'll talk to you soon.